so much. Uh, My pleasure. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, the Balcony is a fascinating film. It really is something I've never seen anything quite like it. It's really something amazing. <laughs> Thank uh, you very much. Well, it, it's it's true as well. Where, where did you get the idea for a film like this? You know, just just coming from nothing because after my uh, previous film, uh, you have no idea how much I love you, which was about psychotherapy. Uh, the truth is that that I didn't have a new idea for the for the next project, and I was a bit depressed, and I was quite a lot of time. So sometimes I was sitting on a balcony and <clears throat> having coffee and watching the world around, and I realized that I'm eavesdropping uh, uh, people. And I'm watching them, you know, <laughs> and I had from them like scr small scratches from of the dialogues and some uh special behaviors you know somebody was quarreling with somebody on the phone and somebody was walking with his dog and small pieces of reality you know so i started to think that maybe that did the balcony will save me from having no idea for the new new film and i will can add if i add the question was if i add the <clears throat> my camera to the balcony which I had before and to my neighbors or passers-by that I watched every day uh, by my using my own uh, eyes so maybe it will be a film at the end mm. it was an experiment you know I didn't know that it would would work especially if uh, the distance between me and them is like five meters uh, but it was done because be, before COVID, you know, it was, I started in 2018. So it's, it was like pre-COVID movie as we are joking sometimes. So I decided to, I didn't have any new idea. So I decided to just to, to, to try, you know, so I mounted my camera on the tripod and uh, I have a long microphone on, on, on a long boom. Uh, and I started to, to ask people with questions like, stop, who are you? Or like, you know, what are you thinking right now? What about are you thinking right now? Or just, let's say, funny sometimes, naive sometimes, childish or stupid questions. But in order to get to, to knock to their hearts, you know. Yeah, you know, and, and it's interesting you say that it, it happened before COVID. I actually thought that maybe it was inspired by COVID. Mm -hmm. because it may not be that far but it's still distanced so i thought oh well this is this is interesting he's he's in his house he's watching people go by um that's very interesting that it was that it was before that it was pre-covid yes i knew that the covid part uh, the covid make me free from making this movie because i became a bit addicted to to those uh, and everyday's encounters with people because i spend there like two and a half years having uh, about two thousand conversations with, with um <clears throat> let's say random people so when COVID came i knew that it definitely will, will be not a part of my movie because it's too sad because it's too strange because uh, i would not have such a not happy ending of my movie sad ending so i decided to to make a short for hbo max as well a, a short 10 minute short about only the the first day of pandemic in warsaw so so i did wow yeah mm. well it, it's it's such an interesting film because it's it's sad and hopeful and and funny and it's it's just such a fascinating mix because mm -hmm. everybody's different 
Um, and it's interesting because now, again, I'm, I'm sure that in your experiences, you had, you saw people more than once because that's what editing is. You can't yes. throw them all up. Mm -hmm. The film shows some, some repeat customers, but in general, there, there's a lot of different people going by. And I was just wondering what was, what was the reaction in general to people when you approached them? I mean, you're a man on a balcony holding a microphone down to them. Can, can you tell me about life? Like, I, I was just wondering what people would, would say. You know, that, that was the, one of the, my biggest worries at the beginning, because I was not sure if they would come up with their intimate stories, just like they could this on the street and having this five meter social distance, because normally I'm using a close ups, a lot of close ups in my film at that time, I have only the white shirts and, but at the end it occurred that uh, this uh, um, distance was created a space of liberty for them because mm -hmm. they could enter my frame, you know, and they could leave my frame anytime they wanted to. So without uh, having the, the feeling that they are, for example, rude for me, saying, I will not talk to you today, as, for example, Ms. Jadwiga is, mm -hmm. was saying. <clears throat> so I'm, I'm always uh, uh, trying to, to, uh, to start with shooting and then I'm writing a script. Mm -hmm. So when I started, I was not sure if it would work. But after a couple of days, where they, let's say, get habituated to me, a strange guy, let's say, a neighbor standing on a balcony, uh, not a filmmaker, I was a kind of private person completely. I, I was, I took care of it that I'm not, let's say, director with other films that I made. I just, it was like my first film, you know, I'm trying to make a film because why not? Mm. And I realized that people were so, sometimes were so packed, so fully packed with their emotions. So, so they have a very big, internal pressure of of saying something even to or especially to to a, to the stranger because sometimes we don't have a place for to to or people to speak even or especially in our families the places they should be the the best place for conversations sometimes they are not so sometimes it's better to speak with a stranger like a stranger in a in a train that you will leave the train next stop and you will never see this man afterwards. So you can say anything you want to him. So I was such a figure. I started to be up a couple of weeks or months, months of shootings. Of shooting, I started to be a character like this. Strange guy, but still for them, like a created kind of secular confessional. Every day they could come and there are people who are coming back and telling me what was what is happening in their lives that that was also written in a script because it was very very um, um fundamental for me because i know that the spectator has to build a bond between him and the protagonist so if i had the nice my, my protagonist only once in my frame i knew that it would not work at all you know that's why I was waiting for, for example, for our caretaker or janitor, Miss Zosia or Pani Adviga or Mr. Robert, the guy from the prison. I was waiting for them. And rule number two, let's say, it was that I'm not calling my friends. I'm not making uh, audition in other places. I'm not asking people to, to come under my camera, but I'm just waiting. Sometimes for hours, days and nights. Yes, and, and the rule number one was that I'm not changing my frame. 
Mm. I broke it a bit because the, the, the first at, at the beginning, I was sure that I will fix my camera and I would use only two different uh, lenses, like 28 and 35 millimeter lens. But uh, I was losing, I, I realized that I was, I'm losing so many interesting <clears throat> characters, which are like five meters left or 10 meters right that I decided not to be so strict to this idea of having one fixed frame, you know, mm. and I changed. Well, you know, it, it amazes me, like just, just watching the film, I'm just, mm -hmm. like you mentioned about people being willing to share their stories. I thought if it were me, my first impulse would be like, well, thanks very much. You know, the, you know, you, you never know. Yeah. Maybe it will be your day that you will <laughs> have to share your story with somebody. You know? That's that's absolutely a fair point. Absolutely fair. Um, but it is it is remarkable the honesty that you get. And some people are more than others. You know, you you get stories mm -hmm. like you said of, of the men from prison. You've got and you've got people like, well, this is this is just me, and you know, I I do this, and there's the woman mm -hmm. with the toy, and but you know the the line. I think one of the lines I love is there's always a story. Um, yes. <laughs> True. But another another part that I thought I just adored. You're, you're speaking with with a woman, and she says, "I need." And I think it's you that oh, it would be you that says, "I need a hero for my film." And they said, "Oh, I doubt it's me." <laughs> so, but at the same time, she she became the hero. Yes, because she's answering the question, so it's tricky, you know. <laughs> so well, anybody can be a, a hero, a protagonist of the movie. Anybody but, but, can. Be. I'm sorry. Go ahead. But yeah, you know, anybody can be a protagonist of of the film. But some of them are for like 20 minutes or some of them are just for 15 seconds, but they are. Yes. Yeah, it's fascinating to me. Um, so with that being said, I was wondering from your perspective, what does it mean to be a hero in the film? <laughs> Whether it's 15 no. seconds or 20 minutes. It, uh, you are asking about what is the difference between a 15 second hero or and 15 minute hero? No, not necessarily. I just, no. I guess I'm wondering about what the word means to you because um, it's used mm -hmm. so, you you used it so beautifully there. I'm just wondering what you, <laughs> how you think of that term. And, it, and it, you know, at the beginning of the shooting, it was true that I was looking for a protagonist and I was thinking that maybe the, the first 15 minutes will be on the balcony. There will be a story about the director who's looking for the best protagonist. And after 15 minutes, he cut, he finally has somebody like, for example, this guy who, who just left the prison, Robert, and he will follow him, director will follow him in a normal way. The camera will go down on the street level and I will follow him, make a film about it. Oh, so I was, because it was my um, kind of alibi or kind, because I, I was still worried that it will not be a film mm. because, I was doubting, really doubting that the people will be able to watch 100 minute film just from one, one position, just that, mm -hmm. just from this simple setting. So I was like double checking, maybe it will be a film about a, a film director who is having this crazy idea and then he's changing his mind or something. But finally and hopefully it's working. It's working because I met such a, a a lot of a lot of fantastic people, fantastic protagonists, 
And they were so open, they were so brave to share the stories. And at the same time, you know, people are, are they are need to be um, noticed, not to be, need to be heard, not, doesn't want to be just a, a people from the crowd, you know. So that's why they decided to speak with me because they were like, it was something unusual for them that the guys asking, tell me what, what's your story? You know, what is your story? Some just, just like this on the street. Mm. So of course I could make a lot of films, different ed editing, uh, different rough cuts from, from the material because the material was very, very rich. And I could make a film only about, for example, the janitor, only about Robert, or only about uh, young ladies with with children, uh, um, newborn babies, because I, I had a lot of this. I have a lot of homeless people, more than 10 in my material, but I decided to focus only on Robert, you know. Yeah. So, uh, so finally, the editing process took us a, a year. I was working with two talented guys, Piasek and Wojcik, the... They have a kind of team they're working together, which is uh, a bit unusual for editors. They're working in as a pair of editors and they helped me a lot with, with, uh, with um, choosing the right material and putting, putting it uh, in the right order, you know. It was not so easy because what kept me on the balcony was this uh, curiosity, who will be next appearing my frame, you know, who will be next? man or woman what is his or her story why what and a lot of questions so i wanted this this curiosity transfer this curiosity to to the spectators yeah it, it's it feels like a cast of characters hmm. and, and i i confession i i went into the film blind like i did not mm -hmm. i had not read the I notes beforehand yeah so i, I at first <laughs> I was, mm -hmm. I was, at first as I was watching it, I was like, well, wait a second here now. Okay. Now, so we're going to follow them now. Like, yeah, we're bringing the camera yeah. down. I thought, okay, well, this is what, but as more and more people coming, I didn't, mm -hmm. re I hadn't realized before we started that he was even a documentary. So I'm like, wow, this is, this is unbelievable. <laughs> um, and it just sort of it opens up the conversation in this beautiful, beautiful way. Mm. Um, and I really, I, I, it, to, to me, it's one of these films that, um speaks about a lot of things by sharing a lot of stories mm. um, and i i love at the end of the film uh one of the uh, one of the older women says that life is meaning mm. yes um, i like the sensor as well yeah because if it has no meaning why life i think she says and i, I was just like do, do you agree with that statement and what what gives it meaning to you <laughs> i think this is my statement as well <laughs> she was in a completely different position because she was very, very old and she, she died a couple of months afterwards. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> so, but I can understand that every each new day is something good, you know. Of course, we are asking ourselves every day the same question. What is the meaning of our life? Why we are getting out from our bed all in the morning? Yes, we have, we are asking this question without, without doing it. It just... But you have to answer to to ourselves every day the same question. So, I guess I'm very close to the the uh, the answer of old lady Anna. Her name was Anna. 
their their life is meaning yeah of course and this, this is the most precious thing that we have in our life at the same time so yes this is a film about kind of stream of life flowing under my balcony but i definitely could could fix my camera elsewhere not on the balcony in warsaw or, or another district of warsaw could be in 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 paris or in berlin or I think it's quite universal, you know, because we are very equal as a human being and we are very, we have a lot of, lots of common. We are all sometimes very happy or unhappy or grieving, aging, you know, and uh, having problems and having hopes in, in love or divorcing God. It's, it's such a universal spectrum of, of themes that we have, we had just put in, in this film. Well, as you said, there's mm. always a story. There's always a story. Yes, yeah, true. <laughs> um, you know, I just I know we're we're starting to run out of time, uh, Pavel. But yeah, I'm just wondering, was there anything in particular you learned from this experience? You yourself, I mean, sitting there, hearing all of these, mm. engaging your your neighbor. I, I was standing. I I was standing all the time. Not standing. Oh, sorry. Uh, yes, yes, in, yes. In order to watch everything properly, you know, you cannot sit because you are at work, you know, so it's much better to have this stand-up position. You know, I learned that simple and easy things, but I learned, but because I, uh, I went through it, that that's what I said, that we are so equal, you know, that we, are, we have a lot, lot of common. So almost each of the story could be a mirror for me that I can see myself in other people. You know, that's, uh, we created kind of a lot of, I created a lot of bonds with people. I can, I can meet them on the street right now. And we have a lot of discussions and they are telling me the, like the sequels of their story right now, even without the camera, you know, and sometimes people are coming under my balcony right now because the film is quite popular in Poland. It was shown in HBO Max and in, in uh, the cinemas. So they are coming made to, just to make a selfie, you know, with the balcony, without me. <laughs> Sometimes I see it from my window here. It's such a crazy thing. Just people taking pictures <laughs> with the balcony? <laughs> yes. That's amazing. It's because like, there's one take that we see the name of the street. It's uh, it's, a, it's a corner, Katowice and Walecznik Street. So they Google it and they are, you know, thinking, I met a guy, you know, one day, and he, he just asked me to come out, come out uh, to open the window and to go out to the balcony. And he said he watched the film with his uh, girlfriend, and he promised her he, they liked the film very much. They promised he promised her to find a place. Wow. Mm. Yes. And at the end, he said, "You bring me back my confidence to the people." Wow. Yeah, so it was so wow, you know, so I was like completely like shivers on my back, you know, it's kind of the, the, the best compliment I, I could ever have. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Mm. It's amazing. Yes. It, it is, it is truly fascinating. It's a wonderful film, Pavel. Thank you so much for chatting. Yeah, thank, thank you very much. Thank, thank you. Thank you for, it was very nice to meet you. Very nice to meet you. <laughs> you are well prepared to do the Christmas right now. <laughs> thank you yes yes um, i appreciate it and i appreciate the chance to to chat with you mm -hmm. so thank you so much <laughs>